Welcome to From Cork with Love Adventure, the only podcast from Cork, Ireland, in which you can hear what it's like to be Irish in Cork from the point of view of a totally unrepresentative man. This is Paul Amani welcoming you to the latest episode. A few days ago, the Irish Open Golf Championship was held in County Clare on a golf links called La Hinch. Golf links that was first built or set up in the 19th century. And it's a place I love very, very much. My parents-in-law have a house there. I've visited it very often. So this year it was with quite a lot of excitement that on Friday afternoon, late on the Friday afternoon, after the first round was finished and as the second round was finishing, I got in my car in Glenmire and Cork and I drove to La Hinch. Little did I know what was going to happen next. Just past the first signpost I see to Ennis Diamond. Now most of you won't have a clue what's significant about Ennis Diamond, so I better tell you. Ennis Diamond is very significant because it's the village that's closest to the seaside village of Adair. Correction, correction. I was distracted by, I'm just one kilometer from the turn to Ennis Diamond. Okay, so let's start again. Ennis Diamond is about two kilometers from La Hinch. La Hinch is a seaside village on the Atlantic coast of the west of Ireland. It's south of Galway and north, if you like, of Limerick, in between Galway and Limerick. There's a place called Ennis in between, which this signpost also goes to Ennis. And it also would take you to Kilrush and Kilkee and other places you might have heard of. It it wouldn't take you to where Star Wars was filmed. That's in a different part of the west of Ireland. La Hinge is on a lot of people's minds this particular weekend, this 4th of July weekend because there's a golf tournament in La Hinch and there is the first sign I've seen. Irish Open All Traffic, a yellow sign with black lettering. So all these people who've never been to La Hinch before are being helped by the occasional road sign. There was no symbol on the road sign for golf so I don't know if that is going to be helpful or not but we'll see this is a bit of an adventure because I'm going to La Hinch I'm going to watch the golf 
to morrow, Saturday and Sunday, the last two rounds of it. My brother is some kind of voluntary marshal, um, riding round on a buggy I, when I last spoke to him. I don't exactly know what he's doing. I will find out, and with a bit of luck I'll talk to him. I also have a sort of um, part of my extended family over from Canada. And the really interesting thing is that they know, one of their name is Devon, what, they know two players who are playing in the Irish Open. So they, I, I can't remember what Devon's wife's name is, but they're uh, probably going to have a meal and a chat with the two guys who they know. One of whom, by the way, at one stage in the afternoon today, was leading the competition after almost completing his second round. He was six strokes under par. I have no idea what the scores are now, but I see here a sign in brown that says golf course. That's Ennis Golf Course, which has nothing at all to do with the Irish Open. This Irish Open is a very big event for Le Hinch. I think it's taken over the whole of the village of La Hinch. I believe the main street is pedestrianised. Oh, there's another sign saying Irish Open, all traffic. I wonder if people might be led to think it says Ireland Open, all traffic. Anyway, I'm going to do a series of little reports based on everything I come across. This looks like somebody. Ah, right here on the Clare Abbey roundabout, somebody has constructed what looks like dolmen stones, that is two big, three big stones with a flat stone on top and a golf ball. Obviously not a real golf ball, a much bigger. So it's a work of art. So I guess the signal is that I'm now in golf country. Anyway, I'll be back with another one of these casts as soon as necessary. I have a parking ticket for the golf and I'm a little unsure, well, I'm completely unsure about where I should go. I don't know which turn I should take. Free public parking. Well, I'm not going to the free public parking place. I just passed two guards on the road. I'm just driving ahead towards La Hinch in the way I would normally drive. There's nothing to tell me stop. You're not meant to go any further. But I may meet a barrier which sends me back the way I've come. I've got a parking uh, ticket that will let me into car park number four in La Hinge. The trouble is I haven't been down here and I haven't spoken to anybody during the Irish Open. The road is completely you know, empty. There's no no other car. Well, a couple of cars behind me, but there's nothing in front of me heading towards La Hinch. The 
sun is is poor is strong and there are clouds around but it's a superb day and there aren't any oh there's a guy overtaking me there's somebody in a Lexus overtaking me at a very fast speed good luck to him I don't have any wish to drive at a fast speed I'm just uh, it's bog on both sides of the road here this is not good land if you like I don't think it's used for very much I think oh there's there's some pine trees some spruce I think well maybe they're not spruce anyway they're pine trees plantations and I'm sure the farmers that are growing those trees on their land are being paid by somebody to grow them nothing wrong with all this the road underneath me is in pretty good nick it's uh, big enough for I'd say three cars to occupy you could overtake somebody but you wouldn't really want three cars to be going along what does this say proceed Cliffs of Moher proceed to Liscanor well both the Cliffs of Moher and Liscanor you'd normally go through Ennis Diamond and on to La Hinch it's now 20 past 6 and I imagine that the golf is still going on and that some people will not be finished their round of golf until about 8 o'clock. In this part of Ireland you could play golf until 10 o'clock at night at this time of the year. Oh, by the way, the speed limit is 100 kilometers per hour and I'm doing 80. I'm just coming into Ennis Diamond and here is where I think my problems are going to begin. Here's where I'm going to, I think, encounter my, my the officials, officials, and there'll probably be police, known as Gardaí, and other volunteers, although I think the police will be on overtime. So we'll see what happens a little bit further down this road. This is a very small place. There's a big sign up here. It says, get ready for tea time. I think somebody's advertising you can buy a cup of tea or something. Okay, that's the first guard I can see. A foot soldier, if you like, standing against the wall. I'm passing in a second. Foley's food market thoroughly shut and it's up for sale little river on the left hand side little stone wall along it bunting along the side of the river I've been told that this area not just La Hinch has been decorated specially okay now it tells me that La Hinch is a left turn and that the cliffs of Moher are straight on I cannot believe they're going to let me turn left up here. Now, let me see what I can find out. I think, oh great, I can turn left. Good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. This road that I've just turned onto will take me to La Hinch. This bridge is over the river. The bunting is along the along the bridge Irish open production route Good. 
I don't understand what a production route is. There's a church on my left. This is an almost straight road that runs about... I, I don't think it's two miles. Oh, the Falls Hotel and Spa is on the right. That's a fairly good hotel to visit, I tell you. Dylan Thomas's wife, her family owned that house, which is now a hotel, once upon a time. When we used to drive along this road as children in the car, we used to vie with each other for who would be the first person to shout out, I see the sea! And I found out that other families had the same habit. Well, there's nobody going into La Hinch, I can tell you, at half past six in the evening. And I am surprised, not that there's nobody going into La Hinch, but that this road is open at all. So maybe it's only when you get to La Hinch Seaside Village that the road is shut. I'm hoping to be able to drive to my in-law's house. Hoping. Kind of hoping against hope, really. I, I'm going to keep on recording continuously. I mean, this is going to be an interesting couple of days for me especially. Now, what's going on here? I can see the sea. I see the sea. I see tented village, do I? No. I see some built-up area down there around the golf course. A load of cars in a field down here on the right. That's where I'm probably going to be shunted into. Now, let me see. I want to go straight ahead into the village. And there is nobody stopping me driving straight ahead. That's car park four, which is where I should be, but that's a bloody long walk out of the out of La Hinch. So I'm gonna carry on driving. There's another sign saying get ready for the tea. Get ready for tea time. Now it's T double E. I think I've got an ambulance behind me. Maybe it isn't an ambulance. Looks like an ambulance. Okay, I'm right down in the entrance to the village. Wild Atlantic Way sign on my left. Vaughan Lodge on my left. Oh, this looks like I might actually, I might get there. Mind you, hold on, there are people down here. I suspect I'm gonna be turned around. Absolutely. Well, it will have been worth a go, I tell you that. It will have been worth a go. If I do get this car into La Hinch, I will be over the moon. Okay, this looks awfully like I'm gonna get in there. There's plenty of police. Oh, there's a policeman here stopping me. I left too. I think he's going to send me back. Oh, that was search and rescue.
This will be interesting. He's on the phone in the middle of the road. My mother-in-law's house, which is just around that corner. Thanks a million. This is fabulous. This is really good news. And I am over the moon about this. I am a resident, yeah? I am a resident. I am a resident. Oh, great. <laughs> this is the best news I could have got. Because I don't have to walk a kilometer in here. I can drive up here. There are kids across the road. Voila. Oh, voila. Oh, look, it looks almost like as if the Dubai duty-free Irish Open has got an office here. Okay, wonderful. I better stop recording. Can I get a gin and tonic? Sorry, mate, what gin do you Anything but cork dry gin, he said. This is Kenny's pub. I'm waiting for the Guinness. Three pints. There you are, Jerry. I'll take the other two, okay? Mind it. Hold on, hold on, take that, okay? Be careful with it. Right? Okay? No, 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 no. You I've got the other two. But mind that doesn't spill. Yeah, yeah, there I got those. Don't worry. Hang on, hang on, I'll do the three of them. Frank, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mind that. Okay.
guys. <laughs> I know. Careful!
Canadians in tow. Canadians? Is that plural? Oh yeah. Well, there's a, a father, a mother, and two kids. One of the kids is 13. I have no I idea. Probably be only
Somebody else put your Irish Wolfhounds running along the road. Alright then. You might make it through. Okay, we'll go this way, Jerry. We'll try this way. Sorry, can we just switch back? You're up. Thank you. Now, here we go. Come on, Paul, I'm right behind you. Oh, hang on, Jerry. job to get out. Welcome to the Irish Open in La Hinch and I'm standing here in front of the Clare FM tent I'll call it. There are a whole lot of little uh, tents, probably isn't the right word for them, but they, they're like for example Clare FM is a radio station, the local radio station. Then there's Biliana Golf Holidays. I don't so there are companies selling golf holidays. We've got Tourism Northern Ireland. Now Tourism Northern Ireland have got a very interesting thing here because my my nephew's son is about to try and hit a ball over the bridge. 
he's got a putter and he's got he's got the reverse grip and he's uh, he's just about to strike it now and he's got a restricted backswing here we go so he's gone right over the top and it's gone right down uh, it just nearly made it to the other side anyway this is clearly a stand designed to promote the 148th Open Championship which will be held at Royal Portrush and here's one of the competitors in the Open and he plays his shot and he succeeds but he doesn't go in the hole I'm gonna have a shot here uh, Devin after when you're finished yeah you get three shots do you yeah you got a free ticket to the Open in Portrush if you get it in the hole fantastic oh dear he's come up short here let me have a go Will you hold that for me? Sure. You can say anything you like into it. All right. Oh, is it going to come back? It's, oh. Well, if there wasn't a bridge in the way. <laughs> Oh, out of bounds. Oh, out of bounds. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. No problem. It'll be great to go to Portrush. Really well. I'm going now. So the next one to it is Andalucía, uh, Sp Spanish golf advertising stuff. And then, of course, the very big Clare County Council. Clare County Council are giving away black pudding and white pudding. And if I was from Nebraska, or the Bronx, <laughs> I'd be saying, what's this strange stuff you guys sell here? Pardon? You like Jerry Springer. Do you know what? I am, I, I am, am Jerry I am Jerry Springer. Oh, nice to meet you. How are you? I, 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 I had to dress up the other way for being the on the TV, way. you know? And I had to disguise my accent. But, you know, um, but I'm really from the Limerick. Jerry Springer really was born Limerick. in Limerick. Oh, he yeah. was. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. the best place. Why would he be born anywhere else? This is, this is great, guys. Yeah. Black yeah. pudding. Black and white pudding. Award-winning oh, black and white pudding. It's gorgeous, actually. Made in Quinnin yeah. County, Clare. Yeah, is it really? It's all handmade. Yeah, made in small batches. And you're from County Clare. I can I'm tell a million Clare. You can yeah. tell just like what yourself lovely, being Jerry Springer. What a lovely act. <laughs> I can tell. You're from Port Kilrush, aren't you? Kilrush. How could you tell? How could you tell? This is great. I've heard nothing but good things about Clare County Council. Ah, uh, they're fab. There are 16 producers in here all together. Go and have a look. Lots oh, going fabulous. on. Lovely. You know, I'm with some people who I've lost Maybe contact yeah, yeah. with. Yeah. I better, I better follow you. them. Because I could stay here for ages. That's wonderful food. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. Clare County Council here. They're, they're absolutely doing brilliant stuff. That was, as I said, black pudding, white pudding and sausage. They're selling butterflies. Uh, I don't know where the butterflies, they may be the butterflies you can find in County Clare, but they're pretty, uh, they're, it's all jewelry. There's jewelry, probably made in Clare. This is right near the Cliffs of Moher, which is one of the biggest tourist attractions in Ireland. And this is farmer's market kind of stuff. They've got chocolate, probably locally made, everything. Now, where are my family? Where has my family gone? Uh, here next is the Nature Valley Candy Snacks. Oh, they're giving, 
they're giving f free food here. And then there's a, a not-for-profit, it's called Fighting Blindness. And this is the Vision Walk. This is, they're, they're collecting money. Moher Cottage. What's Moher Cottage? Let's have a quick look here and see. Oh, they're selling fudge. They're selling fudge, wow. And they're making coffee, coffee and fudge. Now that would be good. Um, we're over here. This is, I'm in what's called a tented village. And over here is there is a next, nearest to the pin challenge. Oh, this could be fun. I think this, I presumably you, 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 you have to uh, play a shot. Oh, I see. What do you do? Nearest the pin. What is this, guys? Uh, nearest the pin long drive competition. So like a combined score between two people. Um, three shots on each, 160 yards, and then just a long drive in that one. So the long drive is, uh, you know, if you've got a really long drive, yeah, 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 yeah. you could go in for that. Yeah, I mean, it's any, anyone, so like, it's just two scores added together. So oh, I see what you mean. The leading score, the leaderboard's here, it's the leading one score, and it's 635, so it's like a, a 320 and a 315 yard drive added together. And then the closest to pin is a 7.1 yards, so like 20 feet combined will get you on the top of the leaderboard. And that's closest to pin with, with a shot from what, 165? Uh, 160 yards, yeah. Well, that's not so hard. Yeah. Well, at least that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, <laughs> that's feasible. Yeah, in three shots. So in three shots. Yeah. And you pay money to enter. No, you it's do. All free. All free right. Oh, have a go? I, I do, but I want to get my my nephew. I'll be yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. I'd love yeah. that. Okay, yeah. No Where is he? Where is he? No. Where have they gone to? Bar. Another nearest the pain. There's a hurling challenge. You can. Hit a hit a hit a slitter. Um, where did they go? Where did they go? There's a show stage down here. Here's Golf Ireland. Maybe the the kids were looking to buy some things. There's Heineken or here. There's a drink. They'll hardly be giving the kids drink. There's a lifestyle pavilion. This is. I have absolutely no idea what that's about. Okay, I think I'll stop here and try and find my relatives. This is my first time walking around a golf course following um, professionals. I've walked around this course in the Hinch following amateurs in the south of Ireland, all right. But this is um, a different experience. I don't know quite what's different about it, but there are a lot more people here than I remember. Oh, there's a banana skin in the, in the rough. And I'm 
The grass on the path I'm walking on is flattened because of the number of people who've walked on it. And there, it's called marum grass, a lot of this stuff. It's kind of cut you if you rubbed your hands along it. Okay, this lane course is a bit, you know, up and down. So it's very easy to get a bit puffed here. There are yellow flowers in the rough and there are purple flowers in the rough. I did hear that the purple flowers were called orchids at one time, but I, I can't swear to it. I'd better take a photograph of them later. Anyway, this particular hole is hole number six. And for me, the thing that's going to be memorable about this walking around this course today is that I met one of the competitors earlier on. Hello. I met my nephew um, from Canada and his uh, two sons and his wife. And they're both here with me. And uh, I'm, they're much more fit than me. So I kind of go along behind them and catch up with them every now and again. We got lost. What did you say? We got lost. You got lost? Really? Did you see he got a birdie at the last hole? Did you see the birdie? He sank a 10-footer. By the way, I hear there's that uh, uh, rock is nine under for his round. So this is a lovely hole. You, you drive the ball up onto a kind of plateau and then you look down onto a green and there's a pardon? then have to hit down onto a green that's well below you and there are a couple of very deep bunkers down there and behind the green is the, is the, is the beach and beyond the beach is the Atlantic Ocean and beyond the Atlantic Ocean is America I'm standing a very short distance away answer Abraham is six under par he was seven under at the start of the day and he's playing with somebody who I assume is Spanish Campil, Campilo or something like that there's a lovely number of people here you can see the players terribly well Did not go well, I heard. Did you see where that went, guys? Right over. It went right? Right over. Oh, right. Short and right. Uh, right. 
bit of trouble there for Abraham. Now Campiglio. Further on. shot. Looks like a high one. Don't know where it's gone. Oh, he's thrown the club. Where was he gone to? He must be gone somewhere unattractive. So birdie and pillow. That's it, a car and a birdie. Well, the golf is over for this Saturday, but there's a bit of life in what's called the tented village. So I thought I'd take you down there to see what it's like. I haven't had any dinner yet, so I'm going to be looking for some food. And I could do with a pint of Guinness, but I don't think there'll be either of these things down here. You can hear the music, can't you? Down at the far end of this tented village is a show stage. We call ourselves the Logs. The Logs. Goodness, never heard of them.
Yeah. I hope you enjoy. This is the main street in the Hinch. What time is it, guys? 
At 20 to 1 in the morning. towards the Hinch Golf Links and I'm walking in the other direction I'm just going to pass Mr. Frawley's pub which was absolutely jammers last night and that's the pub we climbed into on a ladder yes one of the group I was with borrowed a ladder from inside the wall and we climbed in over the wall we were that was a bit wild of us so it's Sunday morning I see another queue of people queuing up to get cash out of the the, the ATM automatic I don't know whatever ATM stands for anyway that's there's a one guard here where there were 20 last night last night when I left this main street in the hinge it was strewn with uh, plastic uh, uh, cups, pl plastic glasses for, 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 for pints and, and, and cans and even glass itself. It was really, really crowded. Now look at it. It's completely cleaned up. Well, it'd be an exaggeration to say there's hardly a speck or speck of anything on the floor. No, but there are. But still, and it's completely empty. The main street just has a few people walking down it. I see the Lange bookshop is open, and I'm going to see if I can get breakfast in Danny Max. Let's see what happens. Is there a queue? There is. Yeah. 
just go a long way around the corner. Oh, no, we we the the and then me. In these situations, sometimes the one guy gets the seat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that? The coffee machine in Daddy Max is is out. Doesn't work. So I am going to queue here because I'm going to be hours on this golf course today. Uh, even if I spend three hours walking around the Hinge Golf Club, it'll be the same as about five hours walking around the golf club I usually play at. It, it's a tough up and down when you're going up and down over sand dunes particularly it's even tougher to walk in the in the in the rough to walk around the course than it is to walk along the fairways because the fairways are often down between the hills so let's see I daren't leave my spot in this queue because if I do I lose out there's a group of five, me and you two then if you want to join the queue, just to tell you. It's worth it though, I believe. Well, I got a, got a seat at the bar. Danny Max Cafe Bar Le Hinge breakfast menu. The legendary full breakfast. Orange juice, fried sausages, bacon, egg, pudding, and I happen to know that's black pudding and white pudding, beans, mushrooms, tomato, hash browns and fries, served with wholemeal bread, plenty of tea or coffee, rice, and there's a surfer's breakfast, which is continental breakfast, mini breakfast, bacon, eggs, sausages, served with, yeah, I will, I'll go for that, or maybe I'll go for the hot breakfast roll, baked baguette with bacon, sausages, pudding, egg, yeah,
belong? Sorry. Will he belong fixing the coffee machine? Ah, yeah. Okay, no problem. Those are half point the campus inside them. Right, I better. Sorry. Unless you want to think of instant coffee, you can leave the coffee if you want. No, no problem, no, no, no problem at all. No, no. I'll, uh, I need to go and... You drop menus to seven, or they have it there, yeah, that's fine. I have to go and face the hard work. Yeah, yeah. So... I know. So... Take ten, I see you'll take... Uh, I'll give you back the change, right? Oh, well, I was going to say keep the ten and uh, put it in there now for the... Put it in there in the staff. Put it in there for the girls. Yeah, yeah. We're going to go on our right. <laughs> I wouldn't blame you. Thanks very much. No worry, you're very welcome. Good luck. Guys, it starts at the door. Tell the story, warts and all. All right. Go, yeah, go on. So, at Bethpage Black, uh, the BJ Championship, uh, Abe, Abe was still trying to qualify for the U.S. Open. You had to be the uh, top 60 world golf ranking. Uh, by the end of that weekend, there was another cutoff as well, but he really wanted to do well in, in, in Bethpage because then he can set his schedule for the rest of the year. He knows the majors he's in. He can figure out his weeks uh, yes, off, of right? Course. It's a lot of yeah. travel. You yeah. play a few weeks, you take a week off. Yeah. Yeah. So we figured he needed about uh, top 22 or tie uh, to move up enough. So And if he did get in the top 22, he he would be in the top 60 in the world? Yes. Oh, he's that good? Yeah, he's 57th right now. Oh, I, I, yeah, go on. So, go on. so anyway, so... so Backtracking a bit, so last year, towards the end of the regular season, he was in a tournament, I fin- I think he finished fourth, uh, but he was in third. There was a player who had had hit a ball into the water, uh, and the guy he was playing with, i got to be careful, I know there's a lot of golfers in town, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he had hit his ball into the water, um, he had hit his, here, he had hit his ball into the water, uh, and, and he argued that the point of entry was much farther ahead than what everybody else saw. So it, it sparked an argument between the other player that he was playing with, uh, they ended up bringing a rules official over, they continued to argue, and would not let it go, and argued that it was up there. So they argued for so long, they actually let a group play through on the PGA Tour, which I've never seen before. So they let a group play through. They argued for about 30 minutes, and at the, at, at the end of it, it always comes down to the player's decision. 
and so so it's going where where he had thought, and and because of that, he was able to get on on his next shot instead of a layup, and ended up finishing a stroke ahead of Abe, and it cost Abe ninety thousand dollars U.S. by bumping him down one spot instead of being tied. So fast forward now to Bethpage Black in New York in May, six weeks ago. So Abe finished uh, tied for 16th. We thought we were good, but we were kind of waiting. So there's a guy that at the end of a tournament always figures out the world golf ranking points before the official one comes out just to see kind of where you're yeah, at. Yeah. And, and he's in five years, he's been wrong once. And he projected Abe to be 61st missing the top 60 to get into the U.S. Open by one spot. So we were all staying in a house together, and it was the end of the week, and we, were, we made a big dinner, and we are drinking wine, and the mood got really low. low. Yeah. About 90 minutes later, the official World Golf Ranking points come out. Abe is in 60th by .08 points, and 61st place was <laughs> it was a the mood went really high after that I so imagine it, it going like, any higher oh wow it was incredible so so that that's the story that of, is one uh, that is a of Abe getting know. into the U.S. Open so oh, he, Abe got so into the British the what's Abe's second name forgive me I answer. don't know A-N-C-E-R answer yes of yeah, course you yes. shirts Wow. Yeah, we all, we all got shirts, man. He loves it. You haven't got a spare one. I'll go around wearing it, too. Anyway, no, 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 no. But, you know, the, the thing almost, I mean, I'm almost embarrassed. I'm not, really, because at one time I would have, I was so into golf, I would have known who the uh, the names of the top 60 in the world, probably. Not for sure. But I never heard of him. Yeah. So well, I'm way funny. out of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Probably either would we, had he not been such a good friend. He yeah. finishes quite well. But, but that's very... Last year, last year, he... Uh, so in November, he went to Australia for two weeks. Uh, he won the Australian Open, and then he finished second the following week in the World uh, Golf Championship. Uh, it was a partner, so he, two players from each country play against each other. And he finished first and second back-to-back weeks. Um, so, so this, so the reason why he's playing the Irish Open is last year in Carnoustie, we showed up on Sunday. Well, we showed up a few days before in Glasgow and spent a day there in Edinburgh. Um, and so, so he showed up on Sunday, went to the course, a couple days of jet lag. All of a sudden, all the tournaments started. Right. He missed the cut by one last year, which is frustrating. So this year, looking at the turn, looking at the lead up to this tournament, he wanted to maybe come over a little bit early and take the week off before. So this week in the U.S., it's called the Rocket Mortgage uh, Classic. It's a brand new tournament, brand new course. A lot of people are playing it, and then they'll come over early. Uh, his agent said, "Well." I can get you an exemption. There was four exemptions that, that he could have got. He got the last exemption to play the Irish Open, which it doesn't have uh, as big of a purse as the Rocket Mortgage, but it's equal in world golf ranking points. Oh, which right. he cares about. 
Right? So, by by him coming over for three weeks, he plays the Irish Open. He takes a week off. We're going to play some golf. Well, depending on our schedule with family. But they're going to, uh, Abe and Dale, are just going to play golf uh, at all the best courses uh, around. Uh, and then head up to Portrush. So, so that's why he's come. So then he's going to be in full form uh, come Oh, that's lovely. Well, that's... I, I'm full of admiration. He's, um, like... You know McElroy isn't playing here. In the Irish. In the Irish, yeah. And he had a very similar reason. And he did want to play the Scottish... Oh, no. Oh, the Scottish. He did want to play the Scottish, So he took this one off. And so he took this off two. and did yeah, because... We, we have finished. No, I think yeah, we're fine. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. Would you? Would you? Um, would you like one? Uh, would you have another coffee? Well, if you would like one, yes. Um, I'm okay. No, yeah. we're okay. Yeah, we're just okay. about there. Um, the, yeah, put it all together and, and get this. No, 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 you're not allowed. You're not. When you come to Ireland, right? There's an ancient rule in my family. When you come to Ireland and meet me, you pay nothing. This is an ancient family rule. It would bring this. It would bring disgrace on my part of the family. So there's an ancient family rule. Yes. I travel to visit people. Yes. You know, after everybody's generous hospitality. Yes. Yes, yes. It would bring me disgrace if I did it. Well, okay, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll do it fair and square, right? Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna put on I don't know what it is, right? I'm gonna put this uh, Beth Page thing on the table, right? If it comes up with the warning head up, I pay. If it comes up with the other head up, you pay. Deal. Is that a deal? That's as far as it Okay, and you see, I haven't seen yeah, it, right? No, I have no idea. So there it is. You pay. Yes. Hey. I like it. Okay, okay. That's about as fair of a way as you can do it. Without, uh, I like it. Here at the 13th hole we have Lee Westwood playing with my new hero, Abraham Anser, who I met, who is on the program as from Mexico, but I know, happen to know he lives in Texas, and he has scored 66, 67, 71, and here at the 13th he's drove right up to the back of the green the flag is right down at the front this will be a significant two putt if he can two putt from there meanwhile westwood's on the right hand side of the green in the rough and uh, he is getting his weight he's dressed in blue trousers and white hat and a kind of white pullover big 
takes the aerial route, puts it up in the air, goes forward out of the rough and it's up to within three or four feet. Or in fact less, two, oh well, good shot. Damn good shot. Brilliant. It's brilliant. Oh, oh, well done. Fantastic putt. Oh, oh God, if that had gone right, in. Right before he putted it, when you said two putt would be great, I was like, what about an eagle? <laughs> wow, two magnificent shots there. We just want to see two birdies here. That's the standard of golf in this pairing is a different level. Yeah. Oh my goodness, what a fabulous pot. Okay, Westwood with a two and a half footer. Routine. In it went, in it went. Tiny bit round the hole, well done. Man. What a brilliant three, God. Okay. 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 coming up the hill. No answer. Yes, he got it. Well done. Oh, very good. So we're off down the 14th now. Well, I'm really, really lucky. I'm here on just straight off the 18th, which he birdied. I'm with Abraham Answer. Abraham, is this your first time in Ireland? First time in Ireland, and I'm sure it's not going to be the last one. I'm, uh, I'm in love with the country. The golf courses are a lot of fun, and it's just extremely. You got to be extremely creative around here, which is what I like about about Lynx, true Lynx golf. Uh, having a tremendous experience. Tell me, where is Lahinch like in your memory? Is there another course in the world anywhere that you would say it's a little bit like? Well, well I had first time in Ireland, so I haven't played many golf courses that kind of look like this, but. There's a golf course that we play in Kansas that I play in college called Prairie Dunes, and it's kind of the same type of grass. It's not close to the ocean, obviously, but if you look at some of like the dunes with the grass and the greens, kind of how they are built, it has a somewhat of a similar look, but yeah, I've never played anything like this. Did you have one shot today that you'll take away and say, hey, 
that was a really good one in particular. Uh, pleased you. Yeah, there were there were a couple, but I say just the eight iron and eighteen. I knew I wanted to make a birdie and hitting it off the tee in that in that bunker. I knew it put me out of place. I wasn't going to be able to reach, not even close to reach the green from there. So just being able to pull that off and make that putt was gives me a good feeling going forward to the open. Well, I'm so thrilled that my nephew, Devin, get in here. Come Devin. here, in here, man. Look, just a couple of questions, right? How, oh, Devin? How I did you? It was only a how did you? How, I, I, just a tiny bit about the story. How did you two guys first meet? Because this, and I promise, no more questions. Uh, I met him uh, in Portland at the regular in Oregon, season. Yeah. Portland, Oregon, at the regular season windup of uh, Web.com, where now the Corn Ferry Tour. The what? Now it's called the Corn Ferry Tour. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it was a fi- it was a final a final event of the regular season of the Corn Ferry Tour that yeah. I mean similar to the Challenge Tour over here to get to the PJ Tour and uh, had a great week there. Great week, yeah, yeah, and then uh, and finished uh, third, I think, in somewhere, yeah, Tex- uh, yeah, or for the whole year, I mean. Oh yeah, for yeah, the yeah, year. yeah, yeah, yeah. You. Uh, yeah, so... And that was this year, or that was last year? Why are kids giving me... That was five. like three years ago, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, it was wow. a few years ago. Wow. So went down there, and uh, and yeah, it was a great week. He played great, and uh, we had fun. And then uh, I just is keep it true showing that, up. Is it true that you're secretary <laughs> of his fan club? I hear I hear that uh, that you're playing a very big role in, in support. Uh, I try to, yeah, but the secretary falls on Dale. <laughs> Abraham, look, thank you so much. Thank it's you. a real pleasure nice to meet to you. Meet you. Yes, thank you. Yes, and I will send you a copy of this little recording, yeah, I promise. All right. Before I introduce you to the presentation party, would you please put your hands together for Rolex, who, of course, support the Rolex series. And this is a ago at Port Stewart. A big hand as well for our sponsors, Dubai Duty Free. We will meet the man behind Dubai Duty Free in just a few moments. To Sport Ireland and its CEO, John Tracy. history over 127 years but to be here this week at the presentation done by all of the greenkeeping staff but a particular mention to the head greenkeeper Brian McDonough also for the chairman of the Lynch Championship Committee John Gleason Scenes day in, day out. Put your hands together for the one and only Patty Keane. Woo! Last but not least, before we introduce you to the presentation party, a big round of applause for our Chief Marshal, uh, Martin O'Sullivan, and all of the wonderful marshals this week. Starting with the Executive Vice Chairman and CEO of Dubai Duty Free, Colin McLaughlin. The Minister of State for 
Tourism and Sport, Brendan Griffin. You as a Galway man from Ballinasloe, your wife is from Newmarket on Fergus. You started your duty-free career in Shannon Airport and went out to Dubai in 1983. Does it feel like a completion of a circle to be here in La Hinch this week for the Dubai Duty Free Irish Open? It does indeed. It feels like coming home because, firstly, I was a member here 40 years ago. I worked at Shannon Airport for 14 years. And the thought of a duty-free in Dubai was sprinkled from Shannon Airport, where the duty-free industry started in 1947. And it seems like we've come right home, and I'm very happy about that. Now, a significant milestone late last year. 35 years, the Dubai Duty Free has been running in Dubai, headed up by yourself and your amazing team. And you significantly passed the $2, million, $2 billion mark in earnings last year, which is quite the milestone. What's it like to have been at the helm of that success story? It's very satisfying, Jamie. We employ 6,200 people. We have passed two billion US dollars in our sales, which makes you the single largest duty free operation in any airport in the world. And I'm absolutely thrilled about that. I attribute all of it to my chairman and to our team. Fantastic, but it all started in Shannon Airport. And wonderful to have you here in your continued role as sponsor. Thank you very much, Colin. Shane, thank you very much. And it's worth saying that I. I celebrated 50 years in the duty-free business on the 1st of June just come by, and I pretend that I started when I was six. Minister of State for Tourism and Sport, Brendan Griffin, very welcome. How big is this not only for golf in Ireland, but also to be able to highlight so many amazing locations around the whole of the island, Minister? It's really important. I think we had 37 broadcasters from all over the world beaming pictures of County Clare, the Wild Atlantic Way in Ireland to over 280 million viewers worldwide. So that's critically important and it really helps to increase Ireland's profile internationally throughout the world from a tourism point of view. And of course, this was a great sporting spectacle as well. So it ticks all the boxes. Really successful weekend. And I must say to the people of Clare who really embraced this tournament, well done. You've done Clare, the Midwest and Ireland proud this weekend. with your Sport Ireland hat on because this obviously is going to inspire the next generation. How important is that? Yeah, I think so. I mean, 
you know, when we have our high-performance athletes beamed into the sitting rooms of the country and small children watching that, um, that's very inspiring. I remember being a small kid in the early 90s at the Irish Open in Killarney, and my love of sport grew from that and other experiences as well. And it's events like this being showcased to our children that inspire the next generation of top-level athletes. And that's so important that we keep that going. And that's why our sponsors, such as Dubai Duty Free, are so important, so, so important. Sport in Ireland couldn't exist without state support, of course, without the volunteers, participants, but sponsorship from the private sector is critically important as well, and that's why people like Dubai Duty Free, Cullum and his team are so important, and all the sponsors here as well. Now to acknowledge that, because they play a really important role in showcasing sport to children and the next generation, and we can't overstate how important that is. Well, it's great to have all that support, and great to have you here. Thank you very much, Minister. If I can turn to the Deputy CEO of the European Tour and their Ryder Cup Director. Great to have Guy Kinnings here. Guy, you're very welcome. How important is this event, the Dubai Duty Free Irish Open, on the calendar of the European Tour? The event's got a huge history, 90 years, and it's had iconic venues, iconic winners. It's a Rolex Series event, and year on year, players get to play in some of the most passionate, knowledgeable crowds they do, so they're very lucky. Now, every tournament needs its own identity. What is it that's unique about the Dubai Duty Free Irish Open and events here in this country? I think it's just a winning formula. If you look at what we've got here, we've got partners, support, wonderful partners like Dubai Duty Free, Rolex, everyone else. You've got a host venue, wonderful course, town that supported it. We don't often get to say we're sold out, and we have been. You've got a wonderful host like Paul. Great players, wonderful winner, and above all, a team that really cares who work on this. People at the club, the volunteers, European tour team, it all comes together. It's as good as we can get, and it's sort of top quality, but with, with some fun. You're very welcome to this country, and thanks for your continued support. On behalf of the European tour, their deputy CEO, Guy Kennings. And last, little short interview with our host this week. Would you put your hands together for Mr. Paul? This has been an immense week, a huge week for you in your life and also in your career. How are the feelings right now? Yeah, very strong. I feel quite emotional about the whole thing, to be honest, uh, as the conclusion uh, is upon us. Uh, you know, we, you're as good as a team around you, and I think, you know, I've always a believer in that, and uh, we assembled a great team down here for this Dubai Duty Free Irish Open at Le Hinge. So many people to thank, and you know, obviously Colum and Dubai Duty Free, Rolex Series, the European Tour, Simon Alice did Trojan work as well with Miguel Viador, a tournament director in the setup. And then of course the members and the people on the ground here uh, at Le Hinge Golf Club. Um, I'm going to highlight three. Paddy Keane, Horik Slattery, and John Gleeson. I mean, I was in daily contact with these guys for the last 15 months, and uh, it's amazing what you can achieve when you have the buy-in on the ground level. Uh, and then, of course, you know, it spreads out there, the county council, Pat Dowling, who's been phenomenal in what he's done and what he's achieved in the fireworks and the pedestrianising of the streets, and the Gardaí, John Galvin. There's been such a community effort here that I so appreciate, and that's why this has been a success more than anything else. A word about Le Hinch. The pictures have been beamed all around the world because, you know, you've taken such pride in your involvement along with the sponsor and everyone, but Le Hinch, what do you think is going to happen as a result of all of this coverage? 
Well, when uh, I became the host, and Rory asked me to take over and, and be the host some, what, 18 months ago now, and I thought, okay, whereabouts would be the venue? And I've always been a, a believer that should be about fun. Sport should be about fun. Even playing at the elite level. When we have fun, we do things best. I go back to my years as a boy watching the Irish Open in Pubmarnock in Royal Dublin in particular, and it was a festival, it was fun. And I thought, okay, that's the end game. That's where we want to get to. So everything we've done since uh, has been trying to create that festival spirit. And that's why the buy-in of the people on the ground here in Clare have been so important. Thank you so much, everybody. The sellout crowds that we had, it's just amazing how everybody's bought into this. And I can't thank you enough. I really, really appreciate it. It's been amazing to put on a show like this. And I'll, I'll just finish with two words. Up, Clare. Let's meet our winner. Are you ready to greet the man who has won his second Dubai Duty Free Irish Open in the space of three years? Would you please put your hands together for a man who compiled over the weekend rounds of 64 and 62. It all added up to a four round total of 16 under par. He's from Spain. He's 24 years of age. He's a big, big star of the game. And it's wonderful to introduce you to our champion, John Ram. but going out there today, you knew you needed to shoot a number, you were five back. What was the mindset? Uh, well, I was five back, so uh, to make as many birdies as possible. Uh, pretty similar to what I did today, honestly. Uh, try to get a good start and get it going on the back nine and hopefully catch the leaders towards the end. Uh, never thought I was going to have to lead going to the 15th hole and, and be able to stretch it out. So uh, it, was, uh, it was picture perfect afternoon. What does it mean to you to win this title again and to have such a successful run now going here in Ireland? It means a lot. Uh, to be the second Spaniard to win twice since Seve, uh, who's a quite popular man. basically go from first to fourth to first again and, uh, and be able to win it. Uh, having a great weekend last year, uh, it, it means a lot. You know, I love the country of Ireland. I love the people of Ireland. It's, uh, it's one of my favorite weeks all year in the shows. I mean, they always say, why is the Irish Open so special? It's because the people are special. It's as simple as that.
thank you for letting us use the golf course uh, and tear it up a little bit. Uh, I also want to thank the, uh, the course managers, Brian, you guys did an amazing job, and his staff. Uh, driving us around, everybody helping out on the golf course, marking the golf balls, letting us know when to go and when not to go. Uh, thank you very much for the help. We thought you guys this wouldn't be possible, so thank you for the help. Before we come over here with me, because we're about to do a little draw for everyone. This was open to absolutely everyone who attended the Dubai Duty Free Irish Open this week. And it was a competition for uh, tickets for two flights, accommodation, <laughs> VIP hospitality to the Dubai Duty Free Tennis Championships of 2020. So pick out a winner. A lucky tip. Hopefully. Oh, well, we have a winner. It's Madeline Grogan. So a round of applause. That was from Cork with Love Adventure, sponsored by Nobody. This is your host, Paul Omani, saying I hope it was worth your while listening. Bye for now.